Welcome to Pin the Q Productions. If you are interested in the culture of the fire service and keeping tradition alive, you have come to the right place. Now sit back and relax with your brothers and sisters and enjoy the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on all social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. For more information on Pin the Q Productions, visit www.pintheq.com. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q Podcast. We are in Union Beach in Monmouth County, New Jersey, with a guy that uh, most of you, if you've ever been on Instagram in your life, you probably remember this guy's mug. Um, but welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Episode twenty-five. Here we are. That's awesome. Yeah, That's man. Awesome. So uh, we've been talking for a while about about getting you on the show. Yes. And, yeah. And here we are. It, this hot July. Easy. This hot <laughs> July day in two thousand nineteen. Um, the first thing that struck me about uh, about your company um, is is how like close knit it is. Oh yeah. I, I love that, man. Yeah. And and. Uh, it's cozy in here, bro. It, it it's it's home. It's a home away from home. Yeah, man. It's it's family, man. It's great. It's the best, dude. So before we go any further, and because uh, you know we're gonna get into this, man, <laughs> make sure you tell everybody who you are. Uh, my name is Robert Woodhead. I am in the deputy fire chief with the Union Beach Fire Department. Um, out of uh, Station 653, which a lot of people call us the White Knights. Yes, the White Knights. <laughs> everybody in the Bayshore area knows yes, us. Yes, the White Knights. That's, yeah. As a matter of fact, when uh, when I mentioned your show. Um, Chris Bruno. Oh, jeez. Right, from Chris, Fire and Iron yes. Fitness. He goes, oh, you're going to the White Knights? <laughs> and I, I had no idea what that was. Yes. And, yes. and I, I go, yeah. yeah. We, we, one of the guys from the outside just came up with it because we were just showing up and we're a company of very aggressive guys and right. we're just going to work and doing what we need to do. I, I love so, it, man. Yeah. So, uh, so, brother, you know, I always start the show uh, the same way. Right. Which, I like that. <laughs> um, I like consistency sometimes. <laughs> But the, it's simple. What got you involved in this, man? Like, how did you become a firefighter? It, it was my father, uh, my uncles. They were in here. My grandfather was a member out of another station. And I initially was not looking into this. Um, firefighting really wasn't a thing that I wanted to do. And then when I started to see it more and more, like, I grew up in the firehouse. And then it came to the point of when you were younger, you were able to play in on the fire trucks. Oh, you're yeah. like, you know what? Much different it's, time. It's, it's a great time where... I, you know, I could go from playing on the fire truck to actually working on the truck and growing up. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to push the button. Um, I started actually not here. I started in Middletown Okay. and um, started out there with a friend and started to go through it. And, and then I'm still living in town, but I wasn't making the calls. I was making like bits and pieces. And it got to the point that I was like, you know what? I need to come home. And I came here, started my probationary time here, and it just flourished. And this is the place that I wanted to be again. You know, my dad was an ex-captain. He was a member out of here. My uncle's in this firehouse. One is still here. He's an ex-chief. Wow. My cousins are ex-chiefs. Um, my brother's out of here. My cousins are out of here. Holy Le- cow. Yeah, legit, we breed firemen. So, you know, when, when you're giving birth, it's like, boy, girl, whatever. Okay, it's going to be out of the firehouse. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, I came here, and um, at first I was real skeptical about it. I'm like, I don't know if this was for me. Got a couple of burns in with the guys that I still are here with, and it just took off. And right. I just, 
a passion. 16 years later, I'm wearing a white helmet. Uh, I can't ask for anything better. Yeah. I really can't. I love it. Man, I, I love being a fireman. Oh, it's awesome. You, you know, I love the smell of the bay. And, and now having this show, <laughs> and, and you know, too, from, from traveling around and training, which yes. we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, being able to go to different firehouses, you know, not even New Jersey, but outside New Jersey, that same smell, right? You know the smell I'm talking oh about. Oh, my God. It's, right? it's, when, uh, you, when you step into a bay of a firehouse, it has that smell where, to me, it's like home. Yes. You know, you know and uh, I, I just absolutely love. So this platform, if you will, allows me to, to be able to talk to other brothers. It's it, it's phenomenal. I know exactly what you're talking about. You yeah. open up the a bay door and you just get hit with it. And yep. you're like, oh, man. And you you feel like you're home. Absolutely. And, yeah. and it's great going to other firehouses. And I've seen, yep. and you walk in there, and you know that they recently caught work. Yep. Or you just, oh, my God, it's great. <laughs> I, I went to North Plainfield, and I, I, I did an episode with uh, Reedman. Okay. And, uh, and it was funny. <laughs> you know, when we were setting up, you know, Chris is behind a camera. He... He's always helping, like, you know, you saw all the production and getting yes. this thing set up. So I needed an extension cord, and at the time, I didn't have one with me. So I saw one over there, and I'm like, I just went and got it. And <laughs> and, and uh, Reedman says to me, he goes, isn't it beautiful, like, the fire service? Like, that's the fire service is the only occupation or, or if you know, if you will, or career that you can just walk up and grab something, and it's totally acceptable. Exactly. It, it's not like, it's not like, wait, why'd you take my extension cord, you know? Exactly. It's and just like, take it. <laughs> Use it. Go yeah, ahead. You just feel at home, you know? And, and <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I love about the fire service. It just, yes. it makes, I feel like at home here, you know? Yeah. And what I like is, I like the white trucks, man. <laughs> it's different. Yes. We've, we've had this since we, we were founded. Um, it's always, it was always white. And we cool. stuck with it. We never wanted to change it. This is who we are. Yeah. You know, and it's tradition. It's pride. And it's what we see ourselves are. And a lot of departments, when they see us come pulling up, they know exactly it. Who's, who's showing up. You know, from our group, you know, everyone's always breaking my chops about the color of my truck. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's safety green. <laughs> However, it looks like a different color to me. But it's safety green. Uh, tennis ball green, safety green is yeah, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's got water in it. it it's a fire truck. <laughs> exactly. So so tell me about uh, the beginning for you here. I know you said that, you know, when you first started here, you weren't really sure, you're skeptical, because you're coming from Middletown. Yeah. And I that's mean, a much, much bigger agency. Yeah, right? it, it was a bigger department. I was I was in a small company. Uh, now is housing a, a ladder truck. Okay. But I, I was there when it was, you know, like I said, I'm talking 16 years ago. So it right. was a different department than what it is. Um so I came here and I started to work with the guys here a little bit more, like my cousins and my uncles and them. And, you know, we, and I'm not going to lie, like my first fire, I was like, I don't even know if I want to get off the truck. And I went to Middletown Fire Academy where when they had their old burn building, so they burned in every room. And like your second day there, they were like, here's a hand line, go inside, go put the fire out. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, excuse me? And then, you know, coming here, and it was like all the expectations. Like, yeah. everything's riding on me now that I need to show these guys what I'm made of. And if you show that you're, you're afraid at the door, you're going you're gonna to freeze, the guys are going to chew you up. And, you know, it's like, this might not be for me. So my first fire, I was, just, I, I was just like, oh, man, I don't know, I don't know. Got through the first fire, and I'm like, you know what? It's, this is awesome. This yeah. is awesome. Here's the adrenaline rush that I needed. Yeah. And then from that, we just started, I, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? 
and I just it 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 just took me over, and I'm like, yes, this is where I want to be. And there's something to be said about you know getting into your first fire, and I, I, like you, I remember my first one too, man. There's something to be said about working along the people that you love. Yes, you know, and yeah. and after your first fire, the bond that you establish with people that you you consider friends. Yeah. But after that first fire, the bond, it, it's almost a love. Exactly. And, you know, that's the thing. It's like we come out of every fire, and our guys are always together. We're always chatting it up. We're always talking about it. And it's just the, the you, you're going to war. You're going to battle, you know, and it's like what a soldier would do with their platoon. You know, right. you're going into something that's going to kill you, that's going to harm you. But you come out and you see everybody that's okay, but you're like, you could talk about it. Yeah. You're like, you're freaking awesome. Like, I can't believe you see the push up the stairs. Yeah, man. You see that? Yeah. Oh, dude, I loved it. And it's just everybody's just talking about it. And then it just, it embraces you. Recently, I had someone that wasn't a firefighter um, come up to me I, and, and he says to me, you know what I find interesting is, you know, you, you look at a, fo- a photograph or a video of a fire building mm-hmm. and he says, the smoke is all the way down to the floor. Yeah. And I'm and you guys are going into that. You have no idea what's on the other side of that door. Like, don't you think about that? No. And it was funny. I, you know, I at first I thought he was he was busting my chops, right? <laughs> he's not a fireman. Right. At first he thought he was busting my chops, but then I, I realized that he was being serious. You yes. Know? And I looked at him right in the face and I said, No. Like, you know, of course there's always going to be that respect for the fire, respect for that smoke, because yes. you don't know what's on the other side of that. But we're going to get it done. We're going to go in that and mm-hmm. make that push. We're going to get in there. And and for me and, you know, all the other firemen I know that are in my circle, at least, mm-hmm. everyone wants to make that push. Everyone oh. wants to get into that smoke. Yes. You know, it's, yes. that's what we do. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's how a lot of people talk, my zen. That's my zen. It's like when we with my guys, that's our zen. Like yeah. As much as chaotic as it can be. It's our zen when we're inside and, you know, we got guys pushing on a hand line as chaotic as it could be on the outside and everything's going horribly. We're in there and we're just like, okay, yeah, like, here we go. <laughs> this is, this is home. This is like yoga for us. Yeah, this it's is a, zen. It's a, <laughs> unless, you know, I, I know that the smoke eaters that are watching this right now, you know, they're, they're all like nodding their head laughing because they, they know what we're talking about. Yeah. It is a weird calm. It, it really is. Yeah. It, and I never when, thought of it like that. Initially, yeah. when I got in, I'm like, this is going to be chaotic. Oh, my God. And then once I got into the first fire and you started to see how things started to smoothly play out. Yeah. And you're like, okay, this is not like the Academy. And you're like, okay, this is, and you start to calm down. And you got your captain yelling at you going, relax, calm down, yeah. conserve your air, <laughs> stop being an idiot. <laughs> you know, and then you start to realize, like, this is nice and relaxed. And you come outside and it's just people running around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> guys dragging LDHs around the lawn. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. You're like, wow. But yeah, that's our zen, man. Yeah, and absolutely. Everybody knows that. It's You go to a fire and, and to the people from the outside, and like my wife, she's she's been with me through like thick and thin of this. Right. And seeing me go from a fireman to a lieutenant, captain, and then making the big push where I'm at now, she was like, how do you do it? Like, I, I, didn't, I don't know. It's just, she was like, this thing looks just insane. It looks like a really bad fire. I'm like, that's nah, absolutely not a bad fire. Like, a heavy fire on the second floor, we're just going to make the push. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And she's like, that, that, but it looks horribly. I'm like, from the outside, inside, it looks perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really is a passion. It is a love. And, uh, you know, it, we're, we're having our conversation here. And, 
off to my left, I can see Chris like nod his head and smiling. <laughs> it's it just, it's funny to me. And, you know, like we all have this, we all get it. You know, we're all yeah. in this circle that this awesome circle, I call it. You know, it exactly. And it's like any firehouse, like you said, you go into any firehouse, you open up the door, you, you're greeted by these guys. Mm -hmm. And if you are in the like-minded individuals that we are, and that's how we should be. There should be no chips on goddamn shoulders. No, absolutely not. Sorry, but no. <laughs> there should be no chips on. A lot. Well, I worse than the this show. <laughs> you know, no chips should, should be on shoulders. Right. You, you know what? Can you have an ego? The ego is checked at the door sometimes. It and should be. Well, yeah, it should be. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I got an ego. My guy's got egos. But it's because who we are. But we never show that. We show it in on the inside. We never show it out on the fire scene because that's not right. Right. You know, and that's something that we've, we worked on. It was, you know, it's respect. But you go somewhere and we could sit here and like, I can have no clue who you are. And we could talk about the last fire that you had. Well, it, incidentally, we're doing that right now. I mean, you know, those of you who are new to my show or watching for the first time, there is no script. <laughs> my computer that you're looking at right now, all it, all this is is the audio yep. to yep. make sure the audio is still going. There is no piece of paper. We did not discuss no. anything. Beforehand. Absolutely nothing. Um, so yeah, this is this is what is so beautiful about the fire service that yes. we can sit here. Yep. And we can discuss yeah. the fire service and we can talk about our experiences one on one like this and laugh and become like <laughs> what I like is now we've known each other before. Yes. But not yeah. very not very well. No, no. You know, I only met you two other times before this, yes. FDIC and yep. Jackson. Yes. Um but already we have this cool bond. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's what's cool about the fire service. Like, you know, I do interviews that I meet people for the very first time. I never only talk to them on the phone, like mm -hmm. What's your address? <laughs> yeah, needs your address. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I meet them, and at the end of the conversation, we're hugging. It, it, it's like <laughs> we've known each other forever. Yeah. And that's what I love about the fire service. I, and it's it, not like any other career. Exactly. And it's not. I mean, you know, it, you could go into a firehouse, and you could talk about something that you had. They're going to talk about something that they had. And you're bouncing off yeah. so much knowledge off of each other. You could be a three-year member. You could be a 16-year member. You could be a 50-year member. You could walk into anybody's firehouse and have a great conversation. Absolutely. And that's what it's supposed to be. You know, you're supposed to bounce ideas off of each other. Hey, man, we had a job over here. We did this. Well, why did you do that? Well, we ran into this. Oh, okay. And you, it's awesome. What it's I try great. to preach now more than ever is I, I try to tell the younger firefighters, the new, new generation of firefighters, if you will, that you need to start grabbing these senior guys and, and senior girls in your companies and talking. Yes. Saying, hey. Tell me what it was like here. Give me the history of this fire company because, mm -hmm. you know, what what did, what was it like when you joined? What were the questions, you know, the questions that I asked on this show are questions that young firefighters should be asking these senior members. Right. And yes. And, and that's the thing. That's what I found out from here. And when I, when I got in here, it was you know, not knowing much. And I had to connect with one of the senior guys. And what was good about being out of the firehouse here is my senior guys were willing to grab you and say, look. This is how this is going to go. This is how it's going to get done. Let me show you something. This is how we do it. Then, and that's how it started to. Yeah. So you have to grab a senior man or you got to grab a guy that has seen more work than you have and talk to him. Yeah. You know, and, and I was lucky because in here I had geez, six, seven, eight senior guys that had 25 plus years in the volunteer service that have seen from uh, a chemical plant explosion to your, res, your yeah, room, regular, and yeah, room and content jobs yeah. and they were giving you just feeding you the knowledge just here take it take it 
and my plate's full, but I'm going to keep on taking more. You, you know, know, it's it's funny. I've take I've talked to talked to other guys in other departments where they don't have that. Yeah, it's you, hard. You know, and there's some senior guys out there that they're not going to approach you. No, they're, they're just not. Nope. But I think it's it's incumbent upon you to to grab them. Yes. Say hey, even if you meet some resistance, because listen, we know, especially some of the old school firefighters, when you walk through that door. Oh yeah, you're not accepted. Oh, you're not no. accepted. No man. way, at all. It, it, you have no to earn way. that, man. Yep. You know, and I I strongly believe that. When when I first joined many years ago, I remember no one talked to you. It, it, they just didn't talk. Yeah. To you, you know, and you're like, man, this guy is an a hole. You know, this person. Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't until like later in life you realize that wait a minute, I'm doing that. I'm noticing when, when there's new people coming in the mm-hmm. door, I'm not talking to them immediately. I'm not embracing them. Because, exactly. And it's not because I'm trying to be that a-hole that they were to me. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a rite of passage. Yes. Like yes. you should have to pay your dues. Mm-hmm. And and, you, and once you get to that point, I'm hoping you're going to, and now if you're going to come to me and ask me for advice, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But what I don't like to see is the newer members that are coming in, career and volunteer, because mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't matter. It's widespread. But yeah. it, let's just use a volunteer house, for example, because that's mm-hmm. where we're at. So you get a new member that comes in, yes. right? They get their pager, they get their app, all that stuff. Yep. They get their gear. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to tell them, hey, man, you should be checking every cabinet. Right. You should know where every piece of equipment is on this rig. Because mm-hmm. when we get a job and you get there, we know you're not going to go into the fire building right away. But if I ask you for a set of irons or I ask you for a tool... You better know what cabinet to go to. Exactly. And you should be spending all of your time here at the yes. firehouse when you're new, especially when you're new, learning every piece of equipment. Yes. And where everything is. Exactly. And that's how it's supposed to be. You you open the doors to a newer member. But it's not. It, some it's not everywhere. No, exactly. You know, and like I said, I'm lucky. I'm freaking lucky. Right. And, and it's how I see it is through my career as a volley. You know, time as a volley because people, you know, argue that fact. But... I'm lucky because the guys inside this firehouse wanted you to succeed. If you weren't going to succeed, we'll notice. Yeah. So they were like, hey, we're, you know, we're going to lead you to the water, but it's time for you to drink. Yeah. And, yes. you know, they bring you, hey, I need you to go over the truck. You have any questions you could ask me? And you let them go over the truck. Hey, what is, what's this? And you explain it to them. You know, how much do I have in my crosslace? What do I got in my dead bed? What do I have in my front pan? You start explaining that to them. And then a couple of days later, Okay, hey, cross lay, both cross lays, uh, smooth, smooth word nozzle, how much is on it? Oh, it's an inch and three quarter, it's 250 feet. Okay, perfect. Hey, what about your second? You know, smooth word nozzle, 200 foot. Hey, what do, we have in the, what do we have in the back? Well, we have this, 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 and this. Okay, now you're starting to drink the water and it's starting to get really if good. You have, if you have your membership to that level, mm-hmm. There's no stopping you. No, it, this is a freight train. Yeah, and yeah, and that's uh, you know, like I said, I'm lucky. I come in here and like my younger guys, and are just feeding off of it. It's like the you got to show from the senior man and the guys from up top. You got to show that it's a passion. It's a drive. Oh, you I, need to do this. It has to be, yeah. man. It has to be. And if it's not a passion, you know, I'm not saying get rid of people, but there's a place for everyone, right? If this isn't what, if this really isn't your passion. Join, you know, the auxiliary part of it, you yeah, know, be, we, be a, an associate member. Exactly. And there's departments that are around here that do have Absolutely. that. And we do notice when it comes to time, when you're like, actually put them under stress, you're like, all right, you're doing great. You know, what's on the rig, you know, this, all right, let's start getting you ready for the academy. We start putting them under stressful situations. Like now it's, it's game time. Yeah. You got to start thinking. 
And then sometimes you get to the point, like any any department sees it, career you know, career volley, mm-hmm. whatever it, doesn't it matter. is. Fire is fire is fire. Yeah, and then it comes to a point that they're like, yeah, this is not for me. I mean, we've had it actually at the fire academies. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm lucky as well. Is I got instructors that work out at the fire academy, and they're like, yeah, first day, or I get guys that will come back, and it's like, yeah, the first day was awesome. And we had like two guys quit because it's not for that. Good. You know, like Good. they, they're willing to say something, right. but. And, and self-evaluation is so important in this, in this, this job because you, you have to know your limitations and you have to know what you're capable of. For example, um, and, and this is just my opinion. I believe that if you step into that rig, you have to be of, you have to be of the best caliber you can be. Yes. So everyone in that rig is depending on you. Mm-hmm. Everyone on a rig is depending on you. Oh yeah. yeah. But however, on the same on on the same scale, if you will, not everybody can be part of RIT. No. Nah. You know, you could nah. have a great firefighter, but maybe they don't meet the level to be a RIT member. Exactly. You know, yes. and uh, you know, I'm on the RIT team, and I I know our training, you know, is so intense. For some people, it's not about their ability. Mm-hmm. It's just about the commitment, about the time that they have. Yes. To train. Yes. So if you come to me and you say, look, I, I'm sorry, I can't make, you know, the four trainings that are mm-hmm. required for RIT. Right. However, I can make my two drill drill nights or my chill training nights. Okay, no problem. But I'm sorry, you can't be on the RIT team. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There has to be a point where, you know, we can't make certain sacrifices. Exactly. If, if you know, you have to train it. And those four training work. Those are requirements. Yes. And I mean, we yet again, we, we run right out of here. Uh, we take care of the Bayshore area. We, we have, uh, the county does have, we're working on a certified red teams. Right. We, we've done that. We've have been, we've started when there was uh, out of another firehouse and the founding red members, you, you know, you seen the photo and those guys were like, you know, you got, you, we wanted to start this. And they started it, and then every guy that was, like, looking to progress, it's like, you have to put in the time to go get the training. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the time. If you don't have time, then it's not for you. Just what you I was know? saying. And yeah. then, exactly. Yeah. And this is how it is here today, you know. And yet again, I, I, I go on lucky because I am lucky. Yeah. Is everybody inside this firehouse, and the guys that want to be a part of it are going to the fire academy, putting the time in, coming here when we're doing our drill nights or when we're doing a normal station drill, we're also adding right into it, keeping guys real sharp, and they're doing the same thing. You know, you know? It, it, we talk about real quick. I, I just want to think about the. Just, so I was recently at a at a job, and uh, now our RIT team, <laughs> we, uh, you know, everyone should say that they're they have the best place. Everyone should say that. Yes. Everyone should like you're talking about oh, this dude, place, man. Yeah, yeah. If, if you don't feel that way, you have to reevaluate things. Yes. But I love where, where I'm at. And uh, our red team is squared away. Mm-hmm. Like you, we you, you cover a large area. We cover a pretty large area too. Yes. And uh, when we get off the rig and we're getting our equipment set up, I mean, we are ready to go. Mm-hmm. Everyone's together. Yep. You know, we send one to do to, to scout, mm-hmm. check the building. You know, check the building. If we have to take gates or we have to take fences or we have to start throwing ladders, whatever it is. But but um, someone's on their phone. You know. So <laughs> I, now. Why are you on your phone if you're on the red team? Like, you know what I mean? We're supposed to be ready to go. Yeah. So I'm like, what are you doing on your phone? You know? And then they show me the photographs they just took of the fire building. Mm-hmm. So they were looking at the photos and I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, we're good. Exactly. But, but, I mean, I mean, that's something that, you know. So the technology is good in a way, you know, but it yeah. will also be bad. It, it, 
I did see it in other stations where guys are like going to a call and they're videotaping or they get out the call and they're taking a picture as you're getting off the truck. I, it's one of my big pet peeves. Like if you're getting on that rig, you're going to work. Right. Your responsibilities are you got to get your head into the game and ready to play. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at your phone, like I could see there, I get plenty of guys to do it. They'll bring their phones with them. And they'll be looking on Google, or they'll t- type the address and get a floor view, like a street view of right. it, and start going through it and start showing the guys in the cab, hey, look, this is a McMansion that we're going to that has a pool in the back. This is updated photos from a reality, a, a, a reality office. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah. you know, this house was for sale two weeks ago. And you see the pool, you're like, yeah, we're going to draft from that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you're like, you know, and, they, and you're going through it. That's yeah. great. Once we step foot on ground, the phones stay on the truck. And the guys go to work, yeah. you know. But yet again, you know, you you see technology picking it up, and you know, guys coming around. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's awesome. Yeah, and it, it, was that's good, great it, was good, it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, at first I'm, you know, automatically you're thinking the negative, and then you see like, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's nothing. You know, the picture's <laughs> worth a thousand words. They say, yes. You know, so it's it's good to, to see that part of it. Yeah. So so back to um, back to the fire department here. Tell me about the the department itself like give me some of the history of this company uh, the the company was found, organized in 1922 um obviously the white trucks right. uh we're uni beach fire company we are uh, one of four firehouses in our town uh we do run four fire chiefs every fire chief is an elected position out of that station okay so right now we're running four fire chiefs uh we got a lot going on with that right. um we did get affected during hurricane sandy uh, basically, we were separated from everybody else, so we were on our own little island, and we were running calls by ourselves. That, that's basically what it is. Um, the department is progressive. We're looking at 64 members in the department, plus or, plus or minus some. That's a lot. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's plus or minus. You know, guys are getting older. Like, our most senior man in the department is 50-plus years. Okay. And he wow. still And he still puts gear on. Good for him. And he comes out to calls, and we, we love it. Yeah. You know, but sometimes you got to be like, eh, don't put this guy back. I'm like, <laughs> not right now, you know. But, you know, and just the wealth of knowledge that he brings from what Absolutely. the department was right. to what the department is. You know, it's it's great. Yeah. So we're, we're, a, we're a small department, realistically. But um, we, we're, we're growing. Um, we never had a ladder truck in town until recently. Uh, one of our stations acquired one. And they are now going from what they were using a, a small squirt to now a 75-foot rear mount. Nice. And they're becoming making that transition from uh engine company to a, company to a truck company and it's the department is progressive well we do have an extrication team uh which is throughout the whole department so everybody's basic or advanced extrication extrication certified okay we do have a water rescue team so a good decent amount of the guys are water rescue certified in a process with ice water you know we got a couple of guys who are certified ice water we do have uh guys that are going for swift and starting to progress and it's after Hurricane Sandy, seeing the need for the this need, stuff. Right, right. So we're we're progressing. So it's a progressive department, and we're starting to notice it. I'm starting to notice it within the past ten years that we're starting to grow so much, and you know the department's growing. We're starting to do more. We're going places. We're doing more advanced stuff. That's great. So that's where we're starting to look at. So that's that's the gifs of the department, man. And and tell me more about this building. Like the history of this building. <laughs> this firehouse was built by the members. Cool. We own the, we own the station. We own the trucks. So you're talking like literally brick by brick. This right, was right. built. Yeah, by- I'm telling you, as you've seen, we're in the process of renovation. Right. I saw in the hallway. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're in the work, and this is all by our members. You know, and and it's it is great. It's the same in the hall. 
You know, our members did that. It's the same back, like 1922, 1940s. It was members that were put in brick by brick. And we're starting to open up walls and we're starting to do things. And we're finding small cans of Schaefer's in the building, like in the bricks. And you're like, what is this? And you start laughing about it. That's fine. And and you're finding all this history that our guys in the past built our station. So it's time to take pride in it. So that's why we build upon that. Do you think that because this is literally that brick by brick brick um, building that it, there's a lot more ownership, yes. and a lot more pride in in this house? Dramatic, dramatic. I I was a member of another station at one time, and you tried to build that into there, and it was kind of hard. But when you have it, like take ownership of your house. Right. We take ownership of this house. You know, if it's every Sunday that we're up here for cleanups, we we are always on a Sunday. We're always up here checking the truck you know, cleaning the station that we, that's always been that way. You know, we have had actually guys kicked out because they never showed up on Sundays. (laughs) That's yes. So we take pride in ownership. That's awesome. You know, so that's where it leads to from our past past of the guys that founded this place that put the first brick down and said, here we go to today. That's how it is. How much different is this place when you first joined till today? Dramatic. It's, you notice it, you know, like we were running like staff wise, you know, three guys, two guys, very bare minimum. And you started to notice when the younger, the, your cousins or younger, they were playing on the trucks. Now they start to make their way in because mm-hmm. their dad was here right. and they start to make a way and you start to see the numbers start to jack up. And then you start to see where the captain wanted to take the company. And, and it was always preached from the chief to the captain or the captain to the lieutenants. You make this firehouse the way that you wanted to progress. And every guy that was in our station, every officer made made their way to the white helmet right. was always, we're going to build this. And we are lucky because every captain that has sat in the front seat and made the push to the chief has built this fire company. It's awesome. One step at a time. And we do have one, we have a captain that's in right now who's the next chief and he built the built the company. He just, here you go. I'm giving you the the stones. It's time for you to take it and start building upon yourself. And that's how this company is. So the way your company's laid out, do you find that majority of your membership support and lead your chief? Yes. Yes. My I mean, we joke around. It's like once you wear that white helmet, you're no longer a part of the firehouse. <laughs> you know, you're you're no longer a part of the firehouse. But my guys show the support to the chief. You know, even if it's my senior man who's been an ex-chief out of the time and you coming into the mix as a chief, like, oh, man, my first year, I, I don't know. I'm so used to be riding that front seat. Right. You know, I'm so used to being with the guys and doing that. The captain and the officers and, and the guys are always right behind you. And then you got your senior man whispering in your ear sometimes like, hey, I ran into this issue. Maybe you want to take a look into it. Or you get a phone call afterwards. Hey, I would have done this a little bit different. Why did you do that? And you explain it and you bounce that off. But the backing out of this firehouse for me being a chief is awesome. I can't ask for anything better. You know, if it's criticism or if it's, hey, good good job. Right, right. You know, I, I'll take it. It is the way that it is. But it's it's awesome. I, I, like I said, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm freaking lucky. Yeah, that, that's good, man. <laughs> It, it, we were upstairs and uh, we were taking a look and I I was holding a photograph, right? <laughs> and I said, oh, this is a pretty cool photograph. And you go, funny thing about that photograph, that's my father. Yes. Right? Yeah. Tell, tell me about that. Tell me about that. <laughs> my dad used to work in like Perth Amboy and uh, he was on his way home. 
And as he was passing by going through a little area to head home, he noticed there was a heavy smoke condition in the area. And as he was pulling up, it was a three-story like townhouse, uh, heavy fire upstairs. And there's ladies outside screaming. And my dad stops and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, They're, my kids are inside. And my dad did not hesitate in any way, shape, or form. It was somebody else that was with him. I don't know if he was off duty or, or, or whatnot. And they both ran in and they, they pulled him out. And uh, my dad received the Medal of Valor from uh, Monmouth awesome. County uh, Firemen's Association. That's so great. It's, it's, I, st I have the medal, you know, and then my dad has his placard. He, he's, he since has moved away, but um, seeing that picture up on the wall, and it really makes you like, you know, I got to lead, uh, I got to live up to his expectations. What, what was it like for you to, to, you know, to see that photograph even today? What does it mean it, to you? It's, it's, I tell my brother all the time, you know, you see what he did. You know, you want to be, and, I, and I'm not trying to be, you want to be better than him. Right. You know, you want to you want to be what he did, and you want to progress on Right, because he set the bar. Yes, he did. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's the same with all my uncles in here. You know, my uncles were chiefs. I wanted that. You know, Is that difficult for you to, <laughs> is it difficult for you to, like, you know, to all this competition, if you will, or all, because, you know, we're all A-type personalities. Yes. You know, we always want to be better than the next. Is, is it difficult for you to, to, to lead or to follow in these people's footsteps? Or No. Not at all. I mean, you really hope, and you go back so much, like, am I leading the department up to their expectations and what they built the department as? Right. And that's like the big thing that goes in the back of your mind. But they tell you too, it's your department. You progress the department how you feel. But in the back of your mind, you're going, I don't need to let these guys down. Yeah. You know, these guys have built this department. And, and that's exactly what I'm go where I'm going. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's a tremendous load. Yeah, it is. It and is. so basically this is a family reunion, this place. Oh, it is. <laughs> you, you come in here and I mean, it's not just, it, it's, you're not razzing on each other when it's just, when we're here. Right. It's like, we're at barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> we're razzing like, Hey man, what was that stretch like the other day? Like, yeah. Hey, you missed that one. And it, it's, it's so it never goes thing. away really. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's why we're so tight knit and I mean we could really get after each other and, yeah. and like you know you shouldn't have really done that and we and but yet again we could hug it out afterwards and have a beer with each other afterwards and you and that's what it is. But it makes this firehouse so tight knit right. because we're legit family. That's awesome, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it, like I said, it it seems like you have everything going for you here and it, it, I love the fact that you know, there's so much pride in this oh, house. It so is. much pride in this yeah, house. Yeah, it, it's crazy, man. So, obviously, uh, training means something to you. Yes. Here, right? Yes. Training is yes. very important to you. Um, what is it about training for you? Why Why is training such a huge passion for you? Because, like, when we talk, we spoke the first time in Jackson. Yes. That, that, that's all we talked about was, yep. was training, how important training is. Now, you know, everyone today talks about training. I mean, you can go on YouTube right now and you can find a bazillion yes. pages, a bazillion conferences. I mean, there's, it's inundated. Yes. What is it about training that you that makes, what's different for you? Why is this so important? It's so important. I mean, we, we all know this is one way or another. I'm going to go out the doors and I might not come back. But if my training is going to lead me to come back, then I'm going to progress on my training. So every day I'm always looking at something. If I see something online, I'm like, okay, well, maybe, you know, and you watch the video I'll call Ron up, my, you know, my buddy who was down in Florida, like, hey, you see this video, you see this, you know, and start coming to the station. I'm like, you guys see this? Yeah, and then we'll start working at it, and we'll, we'll manipulate it. We'll make it to what we, hey, it doesn't work. Maybe we'll try it this way. But I know if my training is going to get me home, then I'm going to progress on my training. If I know that my training is going to get one of my guys home and not me, then I'm going to progress on my training, you know, and, and that's how it's supposed to be. 
It's like every day you open up that door and you go out on a call, you know, career volley or whatever you, law enforcement or anything, you go out that door, you better be on your A game. Mm-hmm. If you're not on your A game, you're going to get somebody hurt or you're going to get yourself hurt. So that's why I believe in training. You, you have to put in the time going to the academy, going to conferences. Even if you come into the firehouse yourself, putting your gear on, crawling around, doing something. If you have a four-store, working on a four-store, getting your ass into it mm-hmm. and work your ass off. And don't you think you have to you have to get yourself out of your comfort zone a little yes, bit? Yes, dramatically. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I hated heights. I'm like, I'm going to climb this damn ladder. And like, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and that was the thing. And it's like, I hated it. And then at the fire academy, like, in the bucket, 100 foot, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And you're yeah. up there, and you're like, uh, I got pushed to, a, you know, when I started into, I moved to another station for a right. little bit, and they had 100 foot at rear mount, and it's a bucket. And I'm in the bucket every day, and I'm like, steady, steady. Now I'm 100 foot straight out, moving around. I don't care. You know, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Confi- guys confine spaces. They, they don't like being tucked in and you can't move so much. Well, guess what? You're going to find that out. You're going to find out the hard way and this is not the time to find out. Yeah. So progress on your training. Get right. in there, do it as much as you can. Again, we have to get out of our comfort zone. Yes. And you just you just literally said it when you said you don't want to find out that time. No. Because when you're, when you're in the hallway yeah. and your hallway collapses on you and you're surrounded with Romex and debris yes. and God knows what. Yeah, you need to be able to get yourself out of that position. Call, you know, call your mayday. Mm-hmm. You know, try to self-estricate. Try yes. to get yourself in that. But if you're panicking, you know what's going to happen. You're going to frost your bottle, mm-hmm. and you're done. Basically, that's what it is. So you you see it on studies, and you and you watch it on YouTube when they're doing drills, or you see mm-hmm. the fires, and you listen to the recordings, mm-hmm. and you start listening to it, and you're like, okay. Mayday was given perfectly. Notice like a, a five-minute benchmark, it's, he's starting to panic. And you start to notice that his air alarm's going off. This is happening. That's happening. And you hear it in the voice. Exactly. And you hear it in the breath. tone. Yeah. Right. And then you could go to another video and you could listen to the study on that and you, you read it and you could hear the tone. Mayday, mayday, mayday. And then so calm. And you notice that the duration of the time from the mayday being called and him being pulled out, he still had his length of, body, uh, length of bottle time. You know, because he, he trained on it when you talk to him and you're able to reach out to the guys like that and you're like, hey, what did you do? I stayed calm. What else did you do? I trained. I worked at this this whole time, conserving air. This is something that I worked on for the longest period of time. This is what I did. Right. And you could hear it. So training is key for me. Like, I, I got to make sure one way or another. If it's not me coming home, it's one of my guys and that's going to progress on my training. Yeah. So that's how I see it. If I don't come home and my guys do... That that's fine. I, I recently spoke to a fireman that uh, I respect. He's, he's got some time on. Mm-hmm. And we talk about training a little bit. And you know what he told me? And it, and it makes sense. He says, I have to be honest with you. I'm being overwhelmed by all these different sources for, for training. He goes, I'm being told this. Okay, I'm going to work on that. Then I'm being told this. Yeah. Then I'm being told that. And before I know it, I don't remember which one I'm supposed to do. Exactly. So I think what's happening today is that, um, and I've, I have a long time on too, you know, <laughs> 26 years and stuff. <laughs> and in that time frame, you know, a lot's been thrown at me. Yes. Some of the stuff I've retained, mm-hmm. some of the stuff I'm like, that's pretty cool, but I don't know that I'm going to do that per se. Right. But what's happened, I think, is people are just being overloaded with training. Yes. 
but different theories of training. But then you talk to some people and they say, well, that's good to mix it up and get all different kinds of perspective. Mm -hmm. But don't you believe that a company really should adapt maybe one, one philosophy and work at that philosophy and work at until they get that nailed down? So yes. That yeah. And, and that's what we, we do here is, you know, we, we could set up a ladder a certain way and then you don't like it and you're like, okay, we work and work and work and we start to notice that it's not working the right way. So we, all right, let's start changing it. We start changing it, the whole company gets aboard of it. Okay, here we go. We're going to start doing this. It's the same as we're running when we run RIT. We had to change our, 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 um, our high point kit, like our high point setup, the way that we are, because we had to, at first it was just throwing the ladder up, getting your high point up, mm -hmm. getting the guy out the window. Well, what about everybody else? What about all the other guys? Now we had to change. We had to adapt. We had to manipulate everything. So it was, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to bring another ladder. We're going to push. We're going to do this. And we started to work and drill on it, and that became, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, but you see it online. You see oh, guys yeah. that see it. They come to the fires they're like, hey, i seen this online. Can we try it? Sure, we'll try it. Hey, this doesn't work for us, but we could change it. And that's what it's supposed to be. Everybody, you know, like the 400-foot stretch. <laughs> you know, it's like the big thing. Everybody's yeah, like, yeah. it works for them. You know, is it outrageous of pulling a 400-footer and stretching it? Hey, it's a lot it works. Of, it's a lot of hose. <laughs> if you're not practicing that, exactly. if you're not training with that, yes. that four if we feed a spaghetti is a mess. Yes. And and that's where they become very proficient in it. This right. is how they built their department. And I'm not criticizing because I'm right. not one to. Right. You know, and that's how I am. I see things, I'm like, yeah, there's a I wasn't there. Man, we can go all day. Minuteman, the, you know, the the trifold. I mean, there's so the triple there's so yeah. much. There's so many options now, you know, the basket yes. load. There's, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, there's so many different uh, options. Yeah. Uh, what I noticed that when I went to FDIC for the first time this year, <laughs> uh, I'm in my 40s, mm -hmm. and I go out to FDIC, and uh, it was an eye-opener, man. Yeah. It, it is, it, man. You know, it like, is. Because I did, I did the hot classes, yeah. and I'm telling you right now, man, after the first, <laughs> the first that, that Monday, yeah, I, I was hurting, you know, <laughs> but it was so cool to see you know, these instructors from all over the U.S., yeah. you know, teaching us stuff. I mean, and these are these are high-speed guys, like, you know, from serious departments. Oh, man, yeah. That these guys yeah. are doing this stuff High like caliber, every day. man, yeah. And, um, and, and it was cool to see the different philosophies. But what I did for me personally, when I walked away from FDIC, I, thought, I said to myself, if I can take away even one thing I learned yes. there, you, you know what I mean? Yep. It was all worth it. Yeah. And, and I mean— And I did. Exactly, and what the best part is is you bring that back, and mm -hmm. that, and that's the thing that we've always we've always taught our guys. It's like you go to a class and you see that something's interesting, and you've never we've never talked about it. Bring it back, talk to us about it. Let's start working with it. Let's start building upon it, and then we go from there. Fun, funny story. We uh, I get back from FDIC and uh, I go to work, and we the the, uh, the volunteer chief got us an acquired structure. Okay. Like lucky, lucky. <laughs> the, but the timing couldn't have been perfect. I right. Mean, it, it couldn't have been any better. So uh, he tells me, "Hey, I got we got this, and it's literally two blocks from the firehouse, right? This is a quiet structure." So I had just got back from FDIC, right? And we were doing this high speed uh, venator search, you know, venator isolate search. Yeah. So <laughs> so I'm like, "We're going to do this, man." Mm -hmm. So we did it from the we did it from the ladder. Right, because you know, uh, we operated Quint. Yeah, okay. Like, we did it from the ladder. Yeah, we, we you know, and I, I'm telling you, man, it, because it was fresh in my mind, and we just got done doing it. The guys that we were working with that shift, that tour, mm -hmm. we had so much fun, <laughs> you know, yeah. doing that. And so we did that 
there's a twice. We, yeah, we just two different tours. We did that. Right. And used that, that that building, but I liked it because it was and like you said, bringing back your training. Mm -hmm. It was like fresh in my mind. It was all right there. Yes, I was enthusiastic uh, about it. So it was good. Everyone got the benefit from that training. And that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it, it, you yeah. don't. I don't open up a book and I just read it and I close it and I put it on my shelf and that's it. It's like you know, I open up a book and I read it, and it's going to go to my brother. I, you're going to have to read this book, right. and he'll read it, and then when I tell him, you got to pass it on. So he'll read it, he'll shut it, and he'll give it to my cousin. You know, and that's how our training is supposed to be. Awesome. You know, it's anything that you learn, you bring it back, and then you progress upon it. If it's something that doesn't work for the department or works for your company, you change it, and you adapt to it, and then that's how it's supposed to be, and that's how it's supposed to be throughout. If you come into the firehouse with all this knowledge, and you don't give it to the yeah, members shame on or anything, shame th on there's something wrong with it. Yeah. You know, and you're supposed to not just progress yourself, but you progress your company. And when you go to training, that's what it's about for me. I go to training and it's not just for me. When I bring it back, I'm giving it to my guys. Absolutely. You know, and that's how it's supposed to be. And you should be. be enthusiastic to come back and say, hey, this is what I just learned. Oh, man. You yeah. Know? And like going to FDIC, taking yeah. the, the classes there and then coming back and I'm like, you know, talking to my, my captain and like, we'll, we'll be on the phone. And I'm like, yo, you this is something that they showed us is what we're talking about. And he's like, all right, maybe we need to try this. You know, we're going to try this. And, and that's, the, like I said, lucky. Yeah. I'm damn lucky. Because yeah. he's like, opens the door. He's like, let's go to the firehouse. Hey, we start doing this. And then the younger guys start showing up like, oh, what are you doing? Like doing this. Or on a Sunday, we start pulling stuff. And they're like, yes. And, yeah. they, and they just do, they feed off of it. Oh, yeah. Well, know? that's what's great about what you're doing here at this company is that you're enthusiastic about the training and you're allowing your... Your, your members to get involved. Yeah, and, it, and it's not just me. It's my guys. Right. And they, even from my youngest member to my captain to me, if they see something, they want to train on it, they're asking, can we do it? Or you come in here and you see him doing it. And you're like, what are you doing? Well, I'll try this. And then you watch it for a little bit. You're like, oh, what about if we did this? And oh, yeah, let's try this. And that's why yeah. I say I'm lucky because the guys in this firehouse want to train they want to go to fires. After this interview, man, you're going to have like 50 people banging the door down to come, <laughs> to come join here. <laughs> like, I don't know, we don't have gear. Yeah, not enough right now, not enough. It, yeah. it, it's funny, um, we, we talk about training quite a bit and stuff, but but training to you means a little bit more, right? Yes. And uh, tell, me about, tell me about your uh, company that you have. Uh, started back in uh, 2013. It was literally a joke. Okay. Um, we were just joking around. It was me and my friend Ron. Um, Ron's the co-founder of the company, He's uh, down in Florida. He's on the job down there. Currently, we're recently promoted to captain. Oh, congratulations. So, yeah, so he recently promoted to captain. Ronnie, Ron was a volley out of the station. We used to play hockey together. Uh, we grew up together. And it's just, he's my best friend. Another, another <laughs> hockey player. Yeah. It's, un it, it, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I play hockey too. It's so funny, man. The, fi the fi firefighters and hockey. Oh, it's awesome. It, it's synonymous. Man. Yeah. I mean, the FDNY, NYPD yeah, games, yeah. you got to go to those games, you know. But yeah, so we were best friends and went to a drill and it was guys were just talking and just talking. And you're like, all right, well, let's go and do it. And they're like, just going. And I'm like, got to the point that, my fuse was so short with them. <laughs> and I'm like, just shut up and goddamn train. Like, what is your problem? And just yelling at them. And they just stare at you. And you're like, uh. And then once you got them in the mix and did everything, you realize that that's all they were about was right. just talk. Yeah. And they couldn't get it. So we're like, oh, let's start this Facebook group. And we started it. And we're like, oh, yeah, it's nothing big. And then it just started to progress. And next notice, I'm like, let's start looking into the meat of it a little bit more. Yeah. And we started to. And uh, here we are right now. Um, 
I mean, I'm not about the followers, but it's 22,000 on Facebook, like 15,000 on Instagram. And it's about our followers. It's not about us in any way, shape, or form. You know, I love the content that these guys put out because with training, that's what they, you know, that's what I, that we're always about. So uh, we've been uh, teaching at um, the big conferences that we've been teaching at is the Great Florida Fire School. Uh, we're going back this year. We're going to be teaching again, which awesome. is phenomenal. Uh, Joe DeVito uh, from Tick Tips, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's like the lead out there. He's the thermal imaging guru. Right. He's helped us out and, and progressed us that way. And we worked with him. And that's where we're at now. And you do so, local training too, Yes, right? we do. Yeah, yes, yeah. I do. I do. Um, I do the recertifications for uh, Home Dole First Aid Squad. They've uh, implemented the Firefighter Down CPR. So I'm now their certificate recertification uh, awesome. reach out. So they're like, hey, you know, can you come in and teach? And I'm like, sure. That's when I'm going to teach you firematics to them. And they want to progress on it. They want to see what we do. Mm-hmm. And in case that we're not involved, how can they take care of this? So I provide training there. I provide training in my department. Um, we do, you know, we're all over the place and it's great. We're just starting and it's, it's literally, it's a two man band. Yeah. It's just me and Ron. And oh, that's I know it. about that. <laughs> so, but yeah, we, we started back in 2013 and it just has blown up. Did and you think it was going to be what it is now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I didn't realize the people that I was going to meet. And that was oh, the dude, great that thing. That is the yeah. awesome part about this, right? Yeah. I mean, Ray McCormick, uh, Captain Morris, uh, uh, Mike Champo, uh, Rick George, you, just all these yeah. people that you're able to sit down and they're like, yeah, I heard about you guys. It's like, oh, great content you guys putting out and this and that. And you're like, I'm literally just a small town kind of guy, you know, and then this is a big world. And Bro, I you, totally, I, uh, everything you're saying is like hitting home because- <laughs> You know, Chris and I went out to Pennsylvania to uh, to this mark. What was that? Like a flea market type thing? Yeah, fire. Oh, the flea market. Okay, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. And uh, you know, we were out there setting up our stuff and stuff. And, and when we first got there, I'm like, oh man, it was like a yard sale. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we're we're supposed to be here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, because we had like a little little booth and directly next to us, you know, home was selling fire truck tires. And, <laughs> you know, old, little rotor rays yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh. But what we found there is, uh, you know, guys were walking by, you know, walking past the booth and stuff, and uh, like, hey, pin the queue, we know you guys, and it's like, what? Yeah, you you know us? Like, yeah, we're, we're nothing. We're like nobody, nothing. Yeah. Exactly. And FDIC was that for us, and you know, we were going down just to enjoy the conference. Right. I mean, it was our first time going to the conference. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah. and we're like, let's go down, and and you don't realize. And then we're like at a bar and we're just hanging out, uh, you know, the Clata, yep. you know, the place where everybody goes. Yep. So we're hanging out and a couple guys walked up and the kid was like, I know you. I'm like, uh, I owe you money. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, man, I don't know who you are. And he's like, shut up and train. Like, uh, yeah. And he's a fireman out in like Rhode Island. Yeah. And he's like, we, we watch your stuff. We love the stuff that you put out. And I'm like, oh, thanks. And you don't expect that. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, I awesome. don't. We don't look for that. We don't look for being famous. We don't want that. Right. You know, but what we're gathering is the culture of the department <laughs> and progressing, I mean, the culture of the, the fire service. And, yeah. you know, with the content that people bring in, we push out is because we love it. Absolutely. You know? the, the passion. That's why I'm doing this. And, yeah. and, you know, it's cool. Like you said, you don't want the fame or, no, or that stuff. Absolutely not. But what's cool is when you, when you get out there and you start meeting people uh, that you it, get to meet yes and it, it never would have been possible if not for this yeah you know I mean, like people i've met and and been surrounded by it, like you guys yeah you know um 
the zoo crew. Oh my god! Now, now <laughs> I don't think people realize because they've they've had some haters and like we do too, right? It is so, what it is. But but people don't realize what they're doing. It's comedy. Yes, it's it's meant to yes. be funny. They're yes. not. They're not. Try- no, they're, they're not trying to belittle the fire service. Right. You know, and, you know. and when I had the first time of meeting these guys, they, I was starstruck. I was like, it's the guys, and they were like starstruck with us. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. But when you talk to them, their passion is firefighting. Absolutely. And, and, and yes. the community that they work for. Yes. And, and you know, and when you, when you talk to Kyrie and, you know, you talk to Corey, you talk yeah. to all of them, and they're like, we did this because it was kind of a, a a relief from the stress on what goes Absolutely. on. Absolutely. And yeah. people, you know, we, we all know it. Like, there's haters out there. Mm-hmm. there it, it is what it is. Right. No matter what you do, yeah, there's going to be somebody, somebody that's going to yeah. hate you. Absolutely. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, that's fine. You we, know? we get them too. But I don't, I don't let the negativity affect anything. <laughs> exactly. I just stay forward. Well, that's what it is. But, you but, know? Those, but those guys at the, at the zoo crew, like, we were talking about this, and – uh I agree 100%. They love firefighters. When, yes. I, when At FDIC, when we got to actually sit down and have a dinner together. <laughs> you know, you were there, yeah. and Ronnie was there, and we were all talking. And th- those guys love firefighting, man. Oh, and, dude, it's awesome. And, and, like, you know, meet guys like that. Bobby Eckerd. You know, oh, God, Bobby. Yeah, awesome know, dude. You know, yeah. firefighter improving grounds. Like, all these different guys that you, you get to meet and yes. get to talk to and find out that they all we all share the same thing and that's passion. Yes. And I mean my first the first podcast that I've ever been on and the first time that we've actually like not exploded but you know really progressed right. uh, really grew is I sat down with all the guys from uh, Rob Mike and Mike from uh, Flow Invent. Right, right. And right. I, I sat down with them and me and Rob text each other all the time. I'm like, "Hey man, look another, at this job that we caught." Another awesome guy. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. They're all great guys. And then when you sat down and you started talking about everything and you knew Oh, I fit in with these guys. Mm-hmm. Just the passion that they have for the fire service, and you're like, "This is awesome." And the people that you meet, Bobby Eckert of all people, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know it as well as I mm-hmm. do. Like, you go to his class, you walk out, and you're like, "I gotta grab a job." Oh, like, oh, I, I need work. You, you want, I need, <laughs> dude. Bo- Bobby's class, you literally get in the parking lot. Like, oh, man, I hope you get a wire fire right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like I drive back home, and I'm like on my phone, and I'm like, "Dude, I hope we catch work. Like, we need work." And yeah. like, what? And I'm like. You got to go to the class. And then a couple of guys from a, a new chief from another department, he came to the Jackson class. Yeah. And we're walking out the door and he's like, oh man. He's like, we got to get work. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I told you that this is. Uh, he is so, uh, he is so freaking passionate oh my about God, what he does, yeah. man. I, I am, you know, you were, used the word lucky before. Yes. Right? I'm very lucky um, that him and I became friends. And we, we talk at least three times a week. Yeah. And and I tell you, man, it, he, he's he has so much passion in what he's doing. Oh. I, I mean, his time off, he's got his kids and he's looking at all these different construction buildings. And he, he's, he'll, he'll see like a building on construction. He's out of his car. He's taking pictures. He's, he's measuring stuff. Yes. He's look, I mean, that guy, he and is he, high speed, man. Exactly. And that's somebody that you need in the fire service. You need yes. in the culture because he's seeing things different than any of us. Mm-hmm. But he's taking his, his passion. And he's teaching. And, and exactly. You know, and he's posting his stuff on Instagram, you know, right. because that's where we're starting to notice our culture is going. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to social media, you know, and, and it's great to see him at the fire academy, but he's seeing all this stuff that a lot of people ain't going to see. But right. one day, 
you're going to run into this. Absolutely. And, and already you're going to remember something. He, he was driving home. Yes. Driving home, driving home, driving home. And next thing you know, you're like, now all of a sudden you've adapted, you've adopted that same philosophy. Yes. And now it's burned into your DNA. Yeah. You and know? It, and then yes. you, you're going to get in that situation and go, I know what to do. Because it, Bobby was yelling at me for five minutes. <laughs> exactly. You know? and, and it's great when you're, when you're able to talk to guys like that. And they provide so much information to yes. you. And they're throwing it at you. Yeah. And it's legitly free training. I mean, yet again, FDIC, we're, we're spending, guys are spending buku money to oh, go out there man. and get the best training that they're getting. Yes. Guys going to this local training, they're spending a bunch of money. Let's, let's be honest about FDIC. I mean, it's expensive. Yes. However, you get what you pay for. Oh, you definitely do. You, you know, it's, and I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. I would, I could not. And would not be able to afford FDIC if not been for my fire district. Right. If the fire district didn't say, hey, we're going to send you FDIC, I'm like, really? Yeah. And, and uh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not, like, not going to give them an opportunity to say, yeah. you know, to, to take it back. So I'm like, yes, yes, please, let's go. Yes. And, 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 and I'm very, very lucky. Exactly. And that's the same, you know, like I, I pay out of pocket. A lot, of, a lot of our guys pay out of pocket when they go to training that we don't have the money for. Right. I do, I do pay out of pocket for yeah. a lot of my training too, but that happened to be one of those like, cash cows like oh my god i, I gotta take advantage yeah. of this and, and that that was the thing it's like when me and ron were talking he you know he's gotten the time the, the department paid for him to go right. for his training me i paid out of my pocket i'm gonna spend the money to go here to it's this an investment huge comfort. exactly it's a huge investment i'm, on I'm investing life. exactly <laughs> i'm investing on myself right, right and when you actually go there and you're able to walk around and you know, obviously, you, you know, we're meeting the guys that we talk to. Mm -hmm. You know, Blake, Chris, uh, Charlie, oh, man. Uh, Chris, you know, the Next guys from Axford, you know, all those guys. And then when you're walking around the convention hall and you're looking at trucks and you're standing less than fifty feet from Captain Moore's retired mm -hmm. FDNY, you're just like, you know, into some people they're like. Well, he's a retired captain. Like some people wouldn't even know that, and you're like, "No, I'm starstruck. Like yeah. I'm fangirling right now." <gasps> like you know, and then you're able to go talk to him, and you're like, you're "Like Cap, can I speak with you really quick?" And and he's like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Oh," and you know, some people would think that he'd blow you off. He would no, stand. He dude. stood there for 20 minutes talking to me and Ron about forcible entry and talking about all this stuff. Like, hey, we had a fire. We had this problem. He was like, you should have done this. You should have changed this. Maybe you do this. Yeah. And you're like, that right there is free training. I just got 20 minutes from, with a, le from, a, legend. from a legend. From a legend. You yeah. know, and that's the same with Ray when we were able Ray to McCormick, sit down with Ray yeah. McCormick. Yep. And, you know, he was feeding it. Here you go. And then... You know, I'm there with my my department chief at the time, my ex chief, and then it's me. We're sitting at the table, and we're like, "Oh, he's feeding it to us. Let's yeah, start let's taking it." it. Yep. And that's what FDIC is about. When you go there, you're willing, you pay the money, but you're able to get so much training from people that are on the floor, and it's it's great. Dude, FDIC for me, I'll tell you a real quick story. So I'm, I'm in the hot classes. <clears throat> so we had two days of hot classes. Right. So the second day was broke up into two four two four hour sessions. The first day was the real for real world fire ground operations. The eight okay. hour eight hour class. The eight hour that, session. That was like yeah. ridiculous. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so then Tuesday comes. I'm like, I'm like trying to get. I'm done, man. I'm fried, You're just right? trying to I'm move fried. along. So now I have these two four hour classes I have to do, and one was trunk uh, truck company operations. Or um, so I get there. <clears throat> the first instructor comes out. We're doing elevators. Right? Okay. So we're going to talk about how. To, you know, take re rescue people out of elevators. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, is that Captain Morris? Dude, my instructor's Captain Morris. Yes, FDNY retired rescue one. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and like you, I was like starstruck. You know, like <laughs> that's like you know my daughter seeing somebody you know from next whatever that one direction or one of those things. Right? <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, oh my god. You know, this is Captain Morris. Now 
everyone else, everybody was just like, yeah, it's cool. It's Captain Norris, you know? A couple guys were taking pictures of him and stuff, and, and uh, oh, we're not allowed to take pictures of FDIC. But, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, my God. And for a minute, I'm like, holy cow, I'm going to get, inst- like, a one-on-one instruction from Captain Morris. Yes. And then two seconds later, he's, he's taking a, a piece of rope out of his pocket. Oh, yeah. And he's putting me in a rig, right? To, yeah. To put me down his elevator, <laughs> hatch, hatch door. And he is, so I'm, for a minute, Captain Morris is standing in front of me <laughs> and he's putting a rope around me. I'm thinking to myself, here's a guy I used to watch on VHS tapes. Yes. Yep. On VHS tapes. Yes, I do. I remember it. Okay. <laughs> so here's this guy, like this legend. Yeah. And now I'm getting firsthand knowledge from this guy. Yes. So I'm already like, I'm flying high. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I'm like, this, this was worth it for me. I can't believe I'm getting this instruction. And this, I got to meet a guy I respect exactly. so much. Exactly. I walk out, I walk get out of that. I go to my next station. Guess who my next station is? Chavo? No. No? His son. Oh, jeez. Right? Oh, man. So, so I'm in there now. There's two guys from FDNY. Rescue one. Yeah. We're, we're going we're gonna to take people off the of Stokes from the, the fifth floor um, down to the first right floor. Right down, yeah. Using rigs and ropes. So uh, the guy, you know, he's giving us instruction on his name bib. I see Morris. I'm like... I go, oh, man, I, you know, I said, hey, are you in relation to uh, Captain Morris FDNY? He goes, that's my dad. Yes. <laughs> he filled in after his dad in Rescue One. Yeah, so he goes, it's oh, I'm, a rescue, I'm Rescue One in FDNY. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, no. So within, whatever, an hour's time, here I have, mm-hmm. you know, this family legend. Right. And this legacy, yes. if you will, yes. of these two guys. And later that, that day, um, I got to sit and actually talk to, to his son. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man, I, I told him, I'm like, I got to tell you, man, it was such an honor to meet your dad mm-hmm. and to be able to, you know, be, he goes, how do you think I feel? He goes, I'm literally like following my dad's footsteps. He goes, and then I was, I, you know, I came, you know, from a sock company or now when I'm in a rescue one, Yeah. he goes, every day for me is like an honor yeah. to be able to be here yeah, at rescue I, one. I can crazy. only imagine like the expectations due oh, to the yeah. name that they have for him, Yeah, you know, because and, you got to follow in your father's footsteps, but they're awesome guys. Think, and, think of the captains at FDNY, I man, Captain Hatton. I oh mean, my God, the, yeah, these guys that you have to like try to be you like. You actually, yeah. I mean, we've, I've had the chance to meet Paul Hashagan. I mean, oh, me too, man. That was awesome. I've seen the podcast and I'm you, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, he's meeting, he's meeting Paul. I'm like, that's yeah. awesome. And then when I had the chance to sit down with Paul too, yeah. and like he put in a class at, a, at all hands. And, um, that's how I got that interview. Too. Yeah. That's, Don, that's Don, yeah. Don, Don Calarusa. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, me up. yeah. And then when, you know, I actually, t- we took his class where he was, br- he was, uh, is it 100 it, years of history? Yes, of Rescue One. You know, he signed my book, and, you know, I actually was able to stand there and talk to him. Chris I'm got like, his book signed. <laughs> it's, that's always good, man. <laughs> and then you sat there and you talked to him. Right. And the history mm-hmm. that he had for Rescue One and the FDNY was phenomenal. Yep. And then when you were able to talk to him about technical rescue and you were able to talk to him about all this stuff, it, it was just Oh my God! You you couldn't. Yeah. You're like, oh my! You, you, you can't. You be- Th- those are lifetime experiences. Yes. You know, for me to be able to sit across from him for two hours and talk to him like you and I are talking. Yeah. And brother, he was talking to me like you and I you are talking right now. Yeah. He's down the earth, and and you know, like he's the same way. I was starstruck with that guy. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm this nobody that's going to be sitting talking to Paul Hashigan. <laughs> exactly. From One. This guy's yeah. been interviewed by like major news, you know, networks, mm-hmm. major people in fire service. And, and, yeah. and here I am, this little, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this little suitcase show. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's what the best part about the fire service is. It is. You know, when you're able to meet guys that you 
you know, kids have their, you know, like baseball players. Absolutely, and this is what yes. I want to be, you know, that this is who I want to be, right. football players. That's, you know, in the fire service, that's what you would, that's what we look at because you see these guys and then you hear about their legacies yeah. and you hear about that. And you're like, you know what? This is what I want. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be something like that. Like I want to end my career when I step foot out of here and I say, I can no longer put a Scott pack on. I can no longer do what my young bucks are doing. It's time for me to step off. What is my but legacy? Exactly. I'm, I'm leaving the fire service. Am I leaving the fire service? The better, the, the better of the way than I started. Right. And you're starting to walk out the door and then I want my, like my brother or I want my guys to sit there and say, I want to be like him. And I mean, as how I see it as when I'm here, it's, yeah. you know, the captain currently in, in the company, Ronnie, I wanted to be like him. He was a captain and he is a captain that my guys will follow. And I followed him throughout. And I wanted to be, I want to be that chief because he took the department and progressed it. Right. And that's what I want. But when I walk out of here, I want to be that guy. I want the younger guys to say, I want to work all the way up to chief to be just like him. And then that's what the fire service should be. We, we're seeing all these guys, Captain Morris, Paul Hashagan, Ray McCormick. Mm-hmm. The list goes on, on and, and on. on. Yeah. And that's what you should drive for. Yeah. And that's what you should set. I want to be like this guy. You know, I want to be like these guys. I want to be like this. You know, if you don't want to be, pick a guy in your station, pick your senior man. Be that way, yeah. You know, and that—that's how it's supposed it's to be. It's funny when you start to fire service as a young as a young kid. I mean, I I got in when I was fourteen. Okay, <laughs> as a junior member, right? And at the time, I, it was in Beechwood, and and uh, there was a member there that I'm like, if I can be like that guy, I'm gonna try to be like that guy. That's yes. the guy I want to try to be like. And uh, his name is Roger Hall. Okay, he was actually my very first episode, episode one. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, all Chief, right, yeah, Chief Roger Hall. All right, he was the guy that you know when when I started out as a young kid, he was older, a little older than me. Mm-hmm. I think when I joined, he was like maybe eighteen or or nineteen. So right. he had just gotten to the point where he can, you know, he's good. He's can, he's going on his own. Right. And uh, I watched him, man, aggressive. You want to talk about it? And this is transitional attack and all this stuff and interior uh, none of that uh, was even a, a, th- a like, glimmer <laughs> yeah, we we went in we were in yeah. the front door we were in there man yeah man uh, and that's I like him. we were discussed that's a four-letter word here my friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing we're yeah, not gonna exactly. get we're that. not gonna get weird now <laughs> but, but he but he was the guy like you know getting it done man yeah that's getting it done <sighs> and he was always the guy that was he that wanted to get you to get to his level yeah like he was never trying to push you down he was always trying to get you to do mm-hmm. what he's doing and I remember a couple of times, you know, him grabbing me by the, the scruff and going, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just stay yeah. on my heels, mm-hmm. do what I do. Yeah. And, and we, back in those days, man, in, in the 90s and stuff, it was, <sighs> we had fires. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was, it was, we had yeah. a lot of work. And, uh, and the company I, I was with, they, they were very family oriented, very mm-hmm. strict. Yeah. That's very same. strict. Yeah. But very family oriented too at the same time. And I followed him. And now to see him, you know, chief multiple times. Yeah. He's still though, as a chief, like, if he's going out of town, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as we say, you know, go to another town. And <laughs> he, when he goes out of town, out of town, he's got a pack. He's yeah. through the front door, and I'm telling you, you'll see him with irons. I mean, he's oh, you you're, you have to be that. You, you got to be that working chief. He's that guy. But that's a guy that your younger members should really look at Absolutely. and say, that's where I need to progress. Absolutely. And like I said, Ronnie as captain here, he was like that to me. You know, I, he was the guy that will grab you by the scot back and say, let's go. You so know, that, and, that's my question. Is there a guy in the fire service for you? Yes. 
Is, is Ronnie that guy? Ronnie's, the, Ronnie's that guy. And then, you know, he's he's the guy that I, I always looked forward, always up to. Right. You know, and then, like, my uncles and the way I, they were aggressive and how they still are aggressive in the fire service. But Ronnie, as an ex-chief, giving me that experience of being a current chief right. and being captain. You know, I had the privilege of riding the front seat in charge when he was wearing his white helmet. Cool. You know, and I, I and it's a great honor when you have a chief and a guy who's well known in our area, like him, who's an instructor, and he's like a the main guy you need to go to for things. Right. To literally say, you know what, I, I need to be, I want to be him. Was it tough you for know? you to see him go? Uh, yeah, it, it kind of when he when he came off the front when he came out of the ring, he went into his own car, and I'm like, oh man, this sucks. But yet again, it was to the point. I'll talk about with Florida. Oh no, 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 no. The Ron, there's two Rons. Oh, you're confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm confused. Ron, if you if I ever talk about Ron, who's the co-founder of my company, I call him Fish. Fish, okay. Fish, yeah. So that's a long story as well, <laughs> and that came out of here. So Ronnie Burkhart. Burkhart, okay. Burkhart. He's okay. he's the current captain out of the station. So, so Ronnie Burkhart's your mentor. Yes. He's your mentor. Yes, okay. he's my he's my mentor. He's the guy that I look forward to be. And I strive to be as a fire chief because right. he was, we had a lot of, lot of happen when he was a fire chief. Um, unfortunately, we had an LODD in our town. Um, he was fire chief at the time. You know, anything that happened, you know, it was on the weight of his shoulders. But he showed the department that no matter what, what goes on, we're still going to progress. We're still going to keep on going. We're going to push forward. And, and that's how it was. Hurricane Sandy was the same thing. He was a deputy fire chief. He made sure, he was like, we got to keep on, you know, we've got to show these people that we're not giving up. Right. You know, give them a glimmer of hope. And then, you know, and that's what I strive for. How and that's what I want. How difficult was the LODD for this, this company? Well, we, for, well, the, the LOD, it, it was, it was a member out of our other department, out of our other station. Um, it was kind of hard. We were, uh, we were second due. Um, you know, we, we were in the back of the building. It was a commercial structure. Um, they do hydraulic lines or anything like that. And, you know, uh, we had heavy involvement in the, in the rear. We were in the process of like cutting doors and, and trying to get to the fire in the back. Um, the first company that was in was stretching a two and a half on the inside, making it an aggressive attack. And it's yet again, that's what we base our department on is being aggressive. A three man engine company show up, you know, pump operator doing his job. They stretch out. Um, they start making the push inside. The, he was doing he was doing the job of the uh, control man, so he was coming back and forth, and he was feeding hose to right. the, to the nozzle man and the officer who was the backup guy, and uh, he was coming back and forth. And as we were working in the back, and we're still showing up, and you know, he came out front, and um, unfortunately, we, they they watched him. Ronnie was standing right there too, and he he just dropped yeah. right on the front wall, right on the front uh, sidewalk, and. Um, our uh, neighboring red team that we do call out to all of our structure assignments, they scooped them up, got them in the rig, and and started working them. And it's just unfortunate, yeah. it, it, you know. But we took that as a block and said, okay, this is what we had. Let the department regroup. Mm -hmm. Take you know the company took themselves out of service for a time being. We answered their calls because we were doing a, a two-company dispatch in our area. Right, right. So we told them, we'll take your calls. Yeah, yeah. You know, you guys got to get your stuff in order. Yeah, you have we, to. You have yeah. to mourn, man. You yeah, and to. we're like, we'll do what we need to do for you guys. And we, you know, and we did. And um, 
we decided to say, take that as a stepping stone and said, okay, now we, we, you know, you have your respiratory certifications and you go and you get that when you're done with, with uh, when you're coming into the right, department, right. you know, we're like, hey, you know what? We're going to take this one step above. We're going to Bougio. So all of our guys, Great program. Dude, it's awesome. I did it's, it. It was uh, awesome. Yeah. And you know, my brother did it. I did it. The guys in the firehouse did it. We, we were like, we're going to Bougio. And we took, we took the Bougio thing and then we made it kind of a, Look, you guys might want to look at it in the department. Guys in the department started going. Good. Because we wanted to make sure. So we adapted to an LODD, and then we changed it and made it into something that we needed to do. So something so negative yes. and so terrible created a positive. Yeah, traumatic. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it, it, it's something that's the LODD here, that, that's our second LODD. You know, we had actually one out of our station. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. oh, God, I think it was like in the 40s. I'm not 150% positive. Well, our engineer was pumping on the truck. His name was Gus Derner. Uh, he was he was a, uh, a department chief, a legacy. Um, he was the guy that you needed to go to. He was an aggressive guy. And uh, he was working on our 57 Ward of France, and he was pumping. And uh, as we were working on it, um, a couple of our guys that are still here were working on the fire coming out and talking to him. And then next notice, they come out, and they were yelling about pressure, and they found him laying next to the truck, oh. and the guys were working on him. So, you know, we, he was out of our station. And, you know, uh, that's, yeah. you know, so we're not, we, it, it's nothing new to us. It's our second one, right? you know, but uh, we, we progressed on that. and said, okay, now we need to do this. And back then, you, you know, yeah, firefighter well, listen, down CPR yeah. and stuff heart, like that. Heart disease is a huge factor in a fire service. Cancer, heart disease, I mean, you know, un- unfortunately now, you know, suicides are yes, another, another yes, big one too. Yes. So you have all these things already weighing against us, you know? Yeah. So, again, back to training. Mm-hmm. At least now we have a little better education, a little more knowledge yes. about the things that are killing us. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're trying to do something about and, it. And yes, and uh, I mean, we, we, we noticed this and then we're like, okay, we're going to adapt to this. We, yes. This is what we noticed. And then it's the same with, you know, suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we took one hard, you know, it, it, you know, physically and like mentally, we, we, we took one really hard, um, you know, and, but yet again, our guys took it upon themselves to go and get the help and ask for the help. And we confined in, in, in each other on, on what was happening. And when we're talking now, our guys are very cognizant to looking for these signs mm-hmm. and, and always talking. And I mean, we, with John out here and teach. Um, and that's how I met Blake. You know, I oh, was having uh, talk about again, people with passion, Blake and Charlie at next wrong. I mean, you know, we're huge. Uh, and I'll, yes. that will never end for me. No, I, no. I will always support their mission. I will always support their don at the same time. We never, uh, throw it in your face. No. We never push anybody. Listen, all they are is a resource. Yes. They're yes. a resource. Yes. And, and, and I found them on Facebook and, you know, and I'm like, I was going through a hard time and I'm like, oh man, I, I need to talk to somebody. So instead of reaching out to who we would reach out for our county and so forth, I reached out to them personally and Blake sends me his phone number. He's like, call me. And I'm like, okay, like this is kind of weird. I, yeah. uh, you know, and I call him up and our phone conversation, I think it was like three and a half, four hours and talking about what happened mm-hmm. and then talking about me and how, you know, how am I going to adapt to it? And, and it was really hard for me because it's, you know, I'm riding the front seat. This is my guys. Yeah. You know, one of my best friends. Right. And, you know, like everybody, we're, we're family here, you know, and it was really hard, but I was able to reach out to these guys as a resource and it was awesome, the feedback. So we ended up implementing 
you know, something like that, having Sahachin come and teach, and then our guys taking classes mm-hmm. on suicide prevention and what the signs to look for and all yeah, this that's stuff. Yeah, great. And, you know, and that's what you need to do. And, yeah. and it's the same way with our training. Like, for, for me, it's RIT. I, I love RIT work. Yeah. You know, I, and I'm passionate. The, the NIOSH reports and all the LODD reports and everything like that, I take those and I read them. And I'm like, due to their deaths, Sacrifice, their yeah. sacrifices yeah. that they had to make, and then the bad came worse, and then this is where it came. I'm going to make sure that this never happens with my guys. Bro, look at some of these, these trainings we do, right? The Nance. Yes. Right? The Denver drill. These are all, the reason we're doing these is because someone unfortunately passed, or yes. multiple people have passed, but we're learning from it. Yes. And, and in their memory. Yes. We're making and something of it. Exactly. And the, and that's the thing. And then you're like, you, you bring it upon, you're, you're like, it's just unfortunate. Right. Because the, the books of policies are written in red covers because mm-hmm. of the blood that they have spilled to put those on on there. And that's, that's how I see it. That's a good point. You know, and yeah. that's where we build from. You know, it's unfortunate that we see, you know, the death in the, deaths in the fire service. We're unfortunately seeing the suicides. and mm-hmm. We're unfortunately see this. But how are we going to adapt to this and try to fix it and try to make sure that we mitigate these problems? And how can we, you know, if it's getting a guy through a hole through the floor or breaching the wall to get him through right. or taking the guy away from the bottle and the gun, you know, and, and that's how we need to adapt to it. And that's why, you know, with training, right, right, you know, going to these conferences, a lot of people don't know about like suicide prevention, like, oh, he's just down on his luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started to realize more and more with what occurred in my station when you had a conversation with that person, you start to think about it. He gave me keys and I didn't pick help on it because I wasn't trained in it or I didn't realize it yeah. until unfortunately now. Now you start to see it and you talk to guys and you're like, hey man, how's everything going? And you're like, all right. And you start digging, you know, and our, our, like I said, my guys, we're always on the phone with each other. We got to group me and that thing never stops. Like I have to mute it in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, you know, and it's pretty much like the same with our group chat. Yeah, yeah. You know, my wife's like, is that really going to stop? And I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, but the guys are always reaching out to the guys. And, but and but those types of group chats and those group messages think, I, I think they're all very, very good for morale. Yes. It, you, you know? know? And we, we bust chops, and, that, oh, yeah, and that's yeah. all it's supposed to be. But guys talk about it. And then when you notice that there's something going on, you know, one of the guys will text me and be like, hey, we're, I think there's something wrong with so-and-so. Yeah. All right. Hey, man, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Hey, you, you want to come out? We're going out to dinner. Yeah. He'll come out, and you notice, and you start BSing with him, and you start to notice that he's having, like, financial issues, or he's having this. And they're going to start to open up because they know you know, I need to talk to somebody. And, and you know what you realize, what you just did there is you just opened the dialogue. Oh, dude, yeah. And, and sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, man. and I mean, and Ronnie, Ronnie Burkhardt was the same thing. When he became captain, he told me he has an open door policy. The officers have an open door policy. Or doors never closed. Right. You know, and sometimes when I call him, he's like, Jesus, what do you want now? Or I'm like, hey, look, I'm really sorry for calling you. He's like, shut up, stop being sorry. And he's, you know, and I talk to him about what goes on in my life. Right. You know, what's going on. Uh, what I'm having problems in the firehouse and stuff in the department, and you know, and that's what I'm I'm lucky about because you know, my guys knew it, and they're they're still going about it. So a text message, phone calls, yeah. I don't care if it's three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Hey, pick up the phone, give me a call. You need a ride from the bar? Call me, I'll come and pick you yeah. up. You know, and and that's what it's about. Absolutely, you know, that that's 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 the the best part of. What, what I enjoy in the fire service. Absolutely. Just, oh, my God. Listen, yeah. man, it was 
It was so fun talking to you, man. Yeah, yeah, Having this opportunity you. to be able to to you know discuss everything that's going on here. <laughs> any any last thoughts, man? Anything you'd like to add? Uh, no, other than training, man. Um, that was our big thing. Uh, that's why I do what I do. T- uh, tell tell these uh, the viewers about about your company real quick. Let's plug your company. If, uh, <laughs> and by the way, that wasn't the intention here. So <laughs> no, not at all. Um, no. If, if you, why don't you plug your company? So if anybody wants information about what you do in your company. Yeah, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Shut Up and Train Fire. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Shut Up and Train. Uh, you go over to our website. It's SWATFire.com. Okay. You can reach out to us there. Our Instagram is like pretty much the place where you could reach us. Uh, if you're sending content, just DM us and okay. we'll, we'll post it. Um, but yeah, they can reach out to us. We do provide training. We're in the process of that a uh, little bit more. Um, yet again, you guys got to give us a, everybody's just got to give us a little bit of time for the simple fact of it's just a two man band. Right. And it's like, I'm working up here and Ron's doing in this Florida, and you know, yeah. and it's like Ron has all the merch down in Florida and he's like, he's trying sending, he's working his 24 48s or 48s, right. 24s. He's all over the place, but we get our stuff that we need to get out there. So we do awesome. have hats and, and everything. Um, but yet again, we're not here to make money. I'm not looking to make myself a millionaire. I'm not looking to make a buku amount of money. I'm not looking to make money at all. You know, whatever money is put into the company for merch is for the company itself. Right, just to and keep it going. Exactly. Yeah. You know, our website, the, mm-hmm. the materials, the stickers, and so forth. And yet again, the only reason that we're doing this is stuff like this, that I could sit down with guys and we could talk about training or go and teach and do all this stuff. And because that's what we're passionate for. And I noticed in my time that as I have been in the fire service, if I didn't have the training on what I was doing, getting caught up in wire and being in situations that were very, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, like, yeah. this is, I don't know about this. But if I didn't go and get that training, you know, I, I wouldn't have made it out. Are the guys providing the training? So that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Um, we're going to be uh, we're going to be at FDIC again this year. Cool. Um, we're not going to be teaching, but we're going to be there again taking classes because that's what we're all about. We right. love to meet our friends and, and yeah, we'll have a good time. Again. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And uh, we're the next one is uh, we're going down to uh, the Great Florida Fire School in October. Cool. Um, it's an open event, so uh, if anybody wants to, if anybody's wanting to get away from the chill of Jersey. Come on down to Florida for a week. Got some great instructors. It's awesome. Um, so uh, October 20th through the 27th is where we're going to be down there. I'm going to be building on a, a lecture, a RIT team, um, RIT operations down in Dirty. And Ron's going to be doing aggressive handline management. Awesome. So, you know, we're, we're teaching that. And, you know, if you guys want classes, if anybody wants classes, you can reach out to us. If we can't provide the class, we're going to reach out to somebody that can provide it. And that's awesome. what we're all about, man. Awesome, bro. It was a great time, yeah, man. Yeah, I really enjoyed definitely. our time together, man. I knew it was going to be fun as soon as <laughs> when I first met you for the first time in, in Jackson. Yeah, yeah, man. It, we just talked for five minutes. I'm like, man, I like this guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, and, and it, it just, it's, if you don't love it, yeah. it, it, it's time for the door, man. Yeah, man. It, it's time to go. So I have a great passion for it. Um, my wife has embraced it, so I'm lucky. Yeah. You know, she's like, huh? Oh, well, you know. I, I, I definitely, I definitely know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna name this, this episode. So, you know, but yeah, she, uh, she, you know, she's 
we, we've been together, we've only been married for like three years. We've been together for, oh God, I got to make sure I get this right, like 13. Okay. So she's been in through the mix of the whole fire service and seeing me moving up. The 10, 10 years she yeah. invested into your BBS. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> and it's like, hey, on Sundays I go to the firehouse and drills, I got to do this. And, you know, and she embraced it. Yeah, you're lucky. You know, and, and like yeah. I said, that is, I, I am lucky, like the firehouse that I come into and the calls that I go on with these guys, I am lucky, and that's how it is, and that's how everybody should take this away. When you walk into your firehouse, you should be lucky to walk into your firehouse. Absolutely. You know, if it's career or if it's volley, you need to be lucky. I agree. You know, and then that's that's how I am. I'm everybody that I take from this firehouse. I'm lucky to have them in my lives. I'm lucky to see them on a fire ground. I and as a fire chief, I, I stand outside, and yeah, I get mad about it. I'm like, I'm standing outside. This sucks. You know, but when I see my guys go to work and I see them come out, I'm lucky yeah, to see it's them. It's rewarding too. Yeah, oh, it's great. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah man, I am lucky. Like Good for you, full bro. end. <laughs> well, I, I like these. I like these interviews when everybody's happy. That makes me happy too. <laughs> well, here you have it, episode 25, uh, brother. I appreciate your time. Thank you for inviting me into your home. Hey, man, it's I, it was a it was a cool place. The the White Knights yeah. <laughs> in Monmouth County. Uh, this episode was uh, sponsored by Axe Head Threads. Awesome. Our, boy, oh, our, yeah, our, our boys, boys over yeah. there in Indiana. Yeah. Or, um, you know, speaking about, you know, the camaraderie and the brotherhood and oh, family. God. Yeah. Went to Indy and met those guys. Oh, it, it, They're like, yeah, come to our house. You know, let's go. And, and like, next thing I know, I'm in the car and we're going, we're going to the shop. And I'm telling you, we had such a good time there and getting to meet them and actually sitting and talking to them. Then they took me to their firehouse, uh, Sugar Creek. Oh, yeah. And we got to meet the fire department there. And every single person in that house, hugs, handshakes. Yeah, they're feeding me dinner. Oh they're God, making me. I, I'm telling you, man, that the, the we are so lucky yeah, to man, have what we have in this fire service. I mean, the the, the brotherhood, the camaraderie, the the yeah. firemanship. Yes, and then that's what it's supposed to be about. Yeah, I man. mean, if you don't reach out and you don't see this, then it's really not for you. Yeah, you know. But yet again, when we're I was talking to those guys and they in open arms. I mean, the same with Taylor from yeah, Taylor Tids. Yeah. Oh, Taylor's you know, yeah, yeah. awesome Another dude. Group. And when you're you know when you're able to talk to these guys, yeah. they they they'll open up. They're like, hey man, give you a hug, and you're like, I only talk to you through like Facebook or on my phone. And and that's you know, that's so awesome. Now. That's the message we're trying to get out to to people out there right now. If you're listening, you're watching. Um, take that time to. To get to know people, yes, man. yes, and, and and embrace embrace this, embrace this love for the firemen, uh, for firemanship, for firefighting, and for the brotherhood. And yes, that, and that's what really what this message is about. And uh, I'm glad we were able to bring that out. Oh, of this. Yeah, man, it's it's <laughs> awesome. Again, but man. anytime, man, anytime. All right, so thanks again for watching another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. Remember, uh, like, shut up and train. We are on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, and of course, YouTube, which you're watching right now. If you have not already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you can see more and more episodes, and you'll get that notification to your phone. Uh, and annoy your family even more when it goes off <laughs> yes. to let you know there is another Pin the Cube episode. Um, be sure to check out our website, which is uh, upgraded, finally. Huh? Yeah, right. finally. You know? <laughs> and that is www.pinthecue.com. All right, stay safe, be careful, and look out for each other.